0: Dale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's for more information.
1: Morning sickness.
0: You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. He's
1: sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude.
0: 908-T-U-P-T.
1: Oh, God. Here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 Glorious beginning to a Friday. For a while, the meatloaf love coming through the emails. (laughs) A 57, I I never understood that idiot. Good riddance from the earth, Michael Aday. I guess that's his real name. Uh, Where's the other one? Uh, If you go to a dive bar and they have a jukebox, some dried out hag will play meatloaf. Leave immediately. (laughs) That's very true. Another one said, uh, I worked at a karaoke bar, or a bar that had karaoke. Uh, yeah. We had to ban Paradise, because it's nine minutes. No one wants to hear some fat lady singing that for nine minutes, let alone the fat lady that sang it originally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, just a quick question. Meatloaf concert, or starring on a triple, or a... Or, uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> jump starting a triple d guy is that the diners drive the dashboard guy yeah, the, yeah. The, so i'd have he to fieri? i'd have to blow a guy i'd have to basically say, blow guy fieri or go to a meatloaf show <laughs> and i gotta think about that you gotta give me about now yeah i gotta think about that yeah <laughs> uh, i'd go to the meatloaf concert
2: food is involved in both
1: yeah yeah But one has actually probably got some good food, and the other's Guy Fieri. (laughs) Uh, Here's another one. Oh, yeah, and the Rage Against the Machine. Rage against – keep rage in their cuck world and stay the F out of Phoenix. We've already got a king of cucks ruling the city, Toledo. We don't need these libtards around here. Yeah, libtards. Got you. And then the other one was, uh, I saw it on the thing. So, no wonder, it doesn't surprise me at all if Toledo had tickets to that libtard cuck show. Watch a bunch of cucks singing and dancing for a cuck in the audience. Oh, Jesus. They People got angry at Rage Against the Machine, like mad. They got political. And basically, instead of being political saying this is our stance, they told everybody else they were wrong. And I think that's the problem with like modern-day politics and music. Back when you know John Lennon would say, I disagree with this and uh, the war and all that, People hated him. I think if John Lennon was alive today, he'd be the most vilified human being on the planet. They they would hate him politically. They would hate John Lennon, and you know, just uh, stupid hippie getting naked in bed with that ugly Asian lady, and oh, they'd tear him apart. Let well, alone your
2: um, English
1: too. Well, your British telling that. America yeah. how to live. Yeah, and you know, yeah, exactly. The bottom line was they hated him then. There were a, a good a majority, but the fans didn't. The fans never turned on the Beatles so much. As, man, the Rage Against the Machine, their music was not strong enough to uh, sway their fans away from their political views. And again, like I've always said, you don't, want to, you don't want to know the people that you like as far as celebrity goes. You keep that fourth wall up. That's what Twitter's done. That's why, one of the reasons I think we fight so much constantly is because we don't have celebrities that put out an image. We have celebrities we get to know. You can talk to them. The last thing you want to know is your celebrity they're the drama kids. You didn't want to hang out with these people in high school. They were the weirdos who did drama. And now these actors that we put on pedestals are able to have, uh, speak their minds, and so they're idiots most of the time. The majority of the time, they're just uh, inflated egos that feel like they've done something special because they were stepped on as kids. So they're, they're lashing back at society saying, I do matter. <laughs> drama kids never mattered in school. They got picked on. They were, and now they're the superstars, the band geeks. The kid who sang in chorus, they go on to be the singers and stuff, and they were the ones everybody was pooping on. So then they get a chance to say what they want, and they scream it because they feel important. Rage Against the Machine, they're one step away from being a ballet troupe. You got to remember, all musicians, Whoa. yeah, all musicians <laughs> are barely tender, are barely manly. They're they're super tender. They all play tough because they have to. That's the image they're presenting. You don't want to get to know these guys again. I've always said this. I've never seen men crying more in my life than when uh, I came to work at KUP. <laughs> yeah. at this hard-ass rock station, this shocking bad mother effers everywhere, and the ones who cried the hardest were the ones who wore the toughest T-shirts and had the most like badass attempts. They cried like babies over little things. We came from the zone, Brady and I. I didn't see much crying there. Chicks and gay guys. It's like, yeah, sensitive heaven. Yeah, you'd, you'd think that was the one where if the wind blew wrong, we'd have tears. Uh huh. Go it down was... the hall, and you got that. You got. <laughs> they that don't all do over that again. <laughs> They don't cry down there. I got to get. They're they're dramatic, yeah. but they don't cry. This place cries. Let alone uh, it.
2: Well, just the whole. You know, even if you meet some of the bands backstage, they're or whatever, damaged
1: like, humans. Wildly damaged. humans. Like I was humans.
2: uncomfortable a little bit. Try not to laugh at the same time I know it's emotional, but yes. Ivan, the first time, oh. you know, and then he starts talking about his
1: daughter. And- oh, my God. It's sensitivity. They're, it's so sensitive because they're all damaged And then turns guys. around. I'm going to yeah. Yeah.
0: burn my life for
1: burn, <laughs> yeah, burn
0: this whole place <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah! Like, we get it. You've got to lash out. You feel weak and powerless, and the rock music gives you that power. That's why you don't want to get to know him for real. You don't want to get to their music screams out. I'm, I'm angry and everything. That's their emotion. They can't get out. You should see them backstage. Oh, corn was one of the most, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Four guys who just won't talk to each other. I'm not talking to Monkey today. No. Where's my baby? They all had separate dressing rooms, and no it one was, was out talking. Out earlier than me. And they had their kids back, and there. they were afraid to fight out loud. They just, I choose not to speak to you. It was silent treatments. It was, it was the gayest things I've ever seen. Who was you? Fest where they wouldn't go on stage
0: without glass perrier bottles oh, that and was stuff. was uh, Danzig and okay. Otep, and Otep threw was the perrier coffee thing. Cups or something. Danzig
1: had coffee cup issues. Threw a fit, uh, like a huge villain. He it in
2: glass. And uh, not, uh, I remember Nan- Nancy
1: was in charge of the thing and said. uh well, that was, uh, Otep wanted a glass Perrier. Yeah. And he had a ceramic mug, and he demanded a different type of mug. Uh, because th- he's like, I can't have this ceramic, whatever, it, And he, it's a huge baby fit. And you're like, Nancy said to me, I can't believe this is an adult. I can't believe I'm dealing with an adult. And I'm like, you're not. You're dealing with a fractured, broken rock singer whose only power is on stage. The only time that little man right there, that five foot, four inch man... I guess, quotes, <laughs> feels powers when he's on stage screaming out the stuff. We get how Bluka came in. Oh, man. man. would
2: like that triple <laughs> filter water.
1: And OTEP <laughs> was the same. She's very angry. But, and she was nicer. But she yeah. was fragile, too. Uh, you don't want to know these people. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine? Do you think that they're up to... <laughs> And then backstage, we're like, Why God? in the rider, I'm supposed to get a fresh pair of socks for every show. It's like walking on clouds. And if I don't get my socks, I'm not going up there.
2: Jason Newstead blowing a gasket.
0: Trashed
1: the
2: trailer. Oh, that's
0: right? Why? I
2: didn't get to play when you told me. We're, we're, or, in, they're playing during, a, right. there's another stage going. There were two stages. You said 1230, and then this other band was going. Nobody oh. going to hear me.
1: If <laughs> band was better, they would have came and seen you. Exactly. And by the way, Jason... You're playing a festival at 1230. Be happy you got paid. Nobody <laughs> came for you. You're an add-on. That was a break-even form. You're an after add-on. <laughs> and then he trashed the trailer we gave him. And we're like, All right, I got to pay for that, you Here's your ass. bill. Idiot. I didn't make any money on that show because those guys really screwed me. Gah. No wonder you got kicked out of Metallica. And knowing <laughs> he started on Metallica because they revealed when they pulled the curtain back on Metallica and that – dramatic documentary. documentary about them in therapy and how much they cry it's like stop it we want you we want you to be the hero on stage skid row and we told sebastian the only we, badass
2: in that one was lars's dad lars's
1: dad was the only one who had the image like you are right delete, delete, that, delete. and do not show people this <laughs> what are you doing when sebastian bach was here and we talked to him right before the break and Told them about the time I saw Skid Row without him, and they were begging the crowd for like five dollar donations because they weren't sure they were going to make it to Tucson in their bus. It's like, no, you guys are who we're, you're the heroes right now. We can't have Superman say I tore my cape, I can't do much. We we just pretend you're badass. Just it's a show. They call it a show. Play pretend that you guys are killing it, and then go backstage and go, oh my god, yeah, we're broke. <laughs> this is bad. We're insolvent. But yeah, rock music is full of image and then once you get to know them for real. Ooh, and same with the actors and stuff. They're all, all sensitive babies. Yeah. All comedians are just dark, uh, broken psychological nightmares. But on stage, they say the things that they're afraid to say to people one on one. They the only power they have is on stage. You don't want to know these people. Athletes are the same. You don't want to know them. You 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 envision them one way and then you meet them and it's disappointing. That's why I always find that amazing when people meet a celebrity and they say, you know, he was actually really nice. We're surprised by it. That's all they have to do is, is be decent to you, and you'll put, you'll be like, he's amazing. Because you you want him to be. And at
2: the same time, if they don't say anything, then immediately they're no, – Hell of a guy. He didn't, well, he didn't say hi to was, me.
1: No, he didn't even look at me. He was just a real dick. Like, yeah, they're, they're on that fine line. Don't meet him. I've met a few of my – like a local D-list celebrity, Doug Hopkins – I went to dinner with him last night and he brought me a hat. And uh, somebody, people recognize Doug Hopkins, like, because he was on that TV show and stuff. And Doug's like, oh, God, the table over there is looking at me. They recognize me. And Doug loves to play the game of, like, do you know who John Holmberg is? Do you know who John is? Asking waiters and stuff. We went to a really good restaurant last night, uh, Cafe Monarch or Monarch Cafe. Another fine dining experience that the bill comes and it's like, well, there's 13th house payment for this year. That's a little heavier than I expected. It's high end, (laughs) very expensive. Uh, but we're sitting there joking around about stuff like that. I did learn something about Doug last night, just to get off the celebrity thing. Oh, I'll just go back. Even people who meet Doug expect him to be something from their perception. And when they meet him and he's nice to them, I'm like, am like, wow, okay, you were, he was really cool. I met Doug and he seemed really nice. I'm like, what did you think? That he was going to take a swing at you? Your bar was so you low. You are not going to try to buy my house. Right. All he had to do was just say hi and be nice. That's it. No, yeah, no, I just didn't expect you to do it. Well, that's because you have self-esteem issues. So Doug goes, this is a thing, because Doug's a, a middle-aged fellow, right? So we're telling stories back and forth at dinner last night. And I don't think you'll mind me telling this. Doug is, uh, every time he goes to urgent care, he gets his ass examined. He asks the doctor, well, even if it's for a sore throat. Every time he's like been to urgent care. Ass cancer? Or yeah. just, a, yeah, just prostate? He, his philosophy is it's all in the prostate. And if that thing's okay, I'm okay. And so, if he goes to the doctor, that, that poor doctor's got another thing happening. Like, I need you to do something for me. Doctor's like, oh, shit. and Doug Jerry is the doctor. Like, and he goes into once urgent a week. Care. <laughs> he's got a standing room
2: fifty-two times a year.
1: Say <laughs> a little funky back there, Doc. Uh, I'm going to check her out. Sore throat. Let's go back door. I think I know where the the problem is. It's back here. He's the Louis Anderson of it. And
2: I tell you, the best time to go is at
1: night. Yeah, he's the yeah. Oh yeah, in an alley. He's the Louis, heavy
2: arena food this week, doc. He's the
1: Louie Anderson of uh, doctor's visit. You see that ass back there? Why don't you take a gander up in that <laughs> thing? I'll give you a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking in the middle of dinner. He goes, you got to get that thing checked. And I'm like, nah, whatever goes wrong back there, I'll die from it. I'm never getting that checked. He what are you talking about? And I said, ah, the worst thing about getting your ass checked is that somebody finds something wrong. And now you got 14 appointments where people are digging around in there. I'm not interested in that kind of lifestyle. What I don't know... Probably can and will kill me, and I'm fine with that. I have no real ties to this this earthly bond. I'm not super excited about finding cancer and beating it. If it's in my ass, eat away. Tip of the cap, cancer. You're a champion <laughs> for a away. reason. You're undefeated for a reason, my friend. And I'm not giving you the benefit of knowing about it. I'm just going to ignore you. You got 28 feet. Yeah, put on the dress. Wolfley's like, put on the dress. Be a man and get your ass checked. I'm like, nah. Uh, And not because I'm afraid of having my ass checked. I do it myself sometimes. Put on a Kaiser helmet, throw a thumb in there, and I'm having a good time.
2: Yeah, but that's a different... But
1: that's different. I'm not looking for anything bad. Right. If I found something bad, I'd be like, oh, no. There's something in there. You wouldn't stop, though. Oh, I'd finish the job that I was doing, but I'm not going to be the one that knows what bad feels like. If it's that obvious that I know something in there You'd feels know bad... something odd, right? If I knew... Just Google it and read about you, you, it and then... Bingo. You,
2: yeah, you've played around <laughs> enough back there to
1: know I've reached odd. in. I've swirled the ball. Sure. I know where the smooth spots are and where the bumps hit. <laughs> I know when something's out of order.
2: Ooh, that's a hemi.
1: But if something was to the point where I'm like, ooh, I'm worried about that, no doctor's ever going to know about it. I just don't care that much about getting better. Cancer? Well played, friend. <laughs> You crawled in my ass, eh? Well, then, I'll do anything to get better, but I won't do that. That's a meatloaf <laughs> thing. But Doug, goes, every couple months, he's like, I got to get it checked. I love it. I mean, I do it because of my health. Yeah, and he was trying to get the waiter to get in on it. You go to urgent care. They'll do it at urgent care. And I'm like, urgent care? That poor bastard at urgent care is basically just giving you antibiotics. Their only job is to fix UTIs and, like, basic stuff. Biggest, I biggest fingers. They'll do it. Evidently. Doug told me so. And he's, you know, I don't know if he's a fan of it or a big health guy. You have one health scare, it'll change it. I'm like, all right. Uh, is it in the family? What, getting fingered? I don't know. No, family. prostate cancer yes, oh. or something like that. <laughs> Did he go to St. Tim's? <laughs> yeah, he might have, yeah, he might have spent some time on father. But
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase.
1: That's shopify.com slash special offer. We had a fun time last night. Doug's fun. Always get to drinking and storytelling and, but he's big on health. So that was his message. To Tell your listeners tomorrow morning that everybody should get checked. And I'm like, all right. I'm, if you feel like it, go crazy. I, I'm not against it. But I'm also not going to be too upset with you if you're like me and you're like, I don't need to find out anything's wrong back there. I'll go till I hit glass. And then, uh, you know, something's got to be hanging out of there for me to go, I should probably go get this looked at. <laughs> if I can touch it without going in, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, I have no interest in you know we could fix that, yeah, we could, but that requires you being in my ass more and I, I thought better your, things to I do thought your
2: solution back there was camphoique
1: well, that's for hemorrhoids, oh, for hemorrhoids, Yeah, I'm not okay. doing that with cancer tumors. I'll try it. I'm not <laughs> sure going yeah, I'll do a home remedy or why two, not? but that isn't, yeah, because I just don't have any interest in what about all the people around you? yeah, well, I don't want to burden them with rides back and forth to the hospital on that donut chair. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit down. you got to help me. i got to sit on the donut You chair. don't want
2: that assistance van showing up
1: M- at your My at butthole your blew out. <laughs> Will you change my sack? Can't drive. My sack's full. This isn't living. Since the doctor closed up my mind, I got this side escape sack. Sack's full. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed with that <laughs> thing hanging off the side of you. <laughs> Laid on my sack last night. Popped the top. Oh. We need a new mattress.
2: Oh. Tough to needle. You need to design a uh, yeah, bed yeah. that's more absorbent, <laughs> waterproof,
1: oh. sack-proof. <laughs> the new tough to needle, mint-scented mattress. Just in case. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Crud. Yeah, it's. I, I got that. The two pieces of wood and an X over my anus. Abandoned mine. Danger, danger. Because the new hole's up here on my side. Closed for the season. Not interested. And to those of you who are, I'm not coming down on you. Good for you. That's just a will to live I don't have. I'm happy being around. not going to take my own. If something's living in my ass. It's going to live in there until it gets me. And it's going to take over this vessel, and I'll be fine with it. Totally fine with it. And, then I, <laughs> and this is because I live in a life with this. Uh, John, here's a hypothetical choice for you, and I like these. Because the guys kept saying, what would you rather see, 311 or Meatloaf For this and that? Uh, let's say Megan runs into somebody at the grocery store and recognizes the name, and it's uh, somebody you talk about on the radio. She then invites them to your house for one of the Steeler parties. Uh, which of these two would you rather have at your place? Father of the guy whose son acted out the special ed stuff to get nurse's aides to come wipe his ass, or... Father of the Hacienda 8 aspiring rapper who knocked up the, the uh, sleeping lady at the facility. You
2: have to take one? I have
1: to take one of these people to my Steelers party. Do I take the great Paul Menchaca Sr., the most undeserving man to junior his child ever, who junior, sharing a name with him, pretended to be retarded 20 times so he'd have uh, nurses and aides come over to the house to wipe his ass when his parents weren't home.
2: I'm taking Menchaca. I think he needs a beer yeah. and some good friends to... Let loose and unload.
1: Nathan Sutherland's dad can lie about his son because he's not Nathan Sutherland senior. He's
0: still a grandfather. I'm taking Sutherland because you got the
1: halftime show.
0: <laughs> what does right, that mean? You, you said invite him to the football game, so you got a halftime show right there. He can do his little Christian rap
1: for you. No, no, you're talking that about is, the real guy, oh, son, the, dad, the dad, fathers. oh, my bad. Okay, I miss fathers that part. of the bad Oh, I missed <laughs> like, that part. Why would I make Nathan's dad sing? Be... I thought we to take a halftime Jane. show. Fake face, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nathan's dad, get up there and do a little. I don't know. <laughs> California <laughs> <runs into family. laughs> knows how to party. Why am I doing this? California. Yeah, I think I'd take Paul Manchaka Men- Sr. because his name was tied to the idiot kid forever and he had to go to work the next day. He needs some joy in his life. With the news talking about Paul Manchaka the whole time. And uh he had to be like, Hey Paul, I saw in the news last night you're starting oh, you can't deny it, you're Paul Manchaka Sr. Junior. You you passed your name on to this idiot who ruined everything about your first and last name. And you still have to kind of love him and stuff. You know, it's not a tragic thing. It's a, oh no, we raised that guy. He might be out by now. Paul Menchaca Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he's moved to like Wyoming or someplace small where no one has the internet because you look him up. Now, how does he date on Tinder? Everybody, I met this guy. He seems real great. His name's Paul Menchaca and I Googled him. <laughs> oh my God. He used to play pretend retarded to have <laughs> healthcare workers come over for $20 a day to wipe his ass he'd get aroused. And then he'd full-on, like, hobble, thriller walk back to the house, and the one nurse got suspicious and followed him, and he was normal. Wait a minute. The- that walk was normal. Kaiser are so say back on the sidewalk. It was totally normal.
2: I know about you.
1: Oh, don't tell my dad. Puck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'll guarantee she was Filipino is what Brady's saying. I puck you. I want to do what You tell me. I want to go to a rage show in the Philippines. Puck, you, I want to do what you tell mate. But, uh, Ranger, come on, uh, the uh, uh, pussy. Anyway, uh, and then I got to get to this, Brady. I'm not going to pause it. Okay. There's a new uh, thing for your kid to worry about there, Toledo. New challenge. New uh, challenge to all the teens out please there. Please enlighten me. Maybe he's done it. Uh, I'll even, uh, the, the news story starts with this. The writer actually wrote this to start, and I bet you he has done it. Let me start off by apologizing as a journalist because the things that I'm about to write are really disgusting.
2: Put your egg-a-muffins down.
1: Kids these days will try anything to catch a buzz from boofing beer. Sleepy chicken? I think that's Yeah, we got the sleepy chicken thing. <laughs> Vaping vodka. The latest cheap thrill will surprise you. The newest teen fad. I just have a drum roll for this. Nothing surprises me, Sipping these idiots. In. This will surprise you, Brett. The newest teen fat on the cover of Teen Beat. It's way worse than eating Tide Pods. Way worse than Sleepy Chicken. Some kids are boiling used tampons in water and drinking the resulting concoction in order to get a high. Ah!
0: <laughs> ah! ah! You would be surprised by it. It's an unbelievable buzz. Oh, my
1: God. It's a serious problem. In fact, police all around Indonesia. Luckily, it's not in America yet, but I'm, an, I'm introducing oh, it's on it's on its it way. to you, kids. It's on its way. It's like the Omicron. It's coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've arrested multiple teams caught using sanitary devices in order to get high. Some of the kids in Indonesia are collecting menstrual pads and tampons used. I don't even know how you go about that. Well, didn't you say they had those tin boxes at like, yeah, Tony Romo's and, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. You could go in ladies' rooms. And They're oh. jacking them. You're right. We used to, when we did that, we put a glove on to our shoulder. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, cleaning out. The, the the kitty litter box cleaning the <laughs> it was a i mean it was a you, you, everybody was after tips all us busboys were like we want tips but when it came down to hey guys and it was always some lady and then she basically she just announced she's on her period she'd come up to one of us i was just in the ladies room and the tampon box is full Oh, you just put yours in. Yep. There's a fresh. Yep. Hey,
2: Johnny. Yeah. There's
1: a fresh cherry Only on top. The one it. reason
2: you're looking in there. <laughs> the cherry someone.
1: on that Sunday. Ah. And I go. Oh, she goes. It really needs some attention. So then, of course, who's was
2: Jack Nicholson? That it was came yeah. Up here.
1: Gene Wilder and Jack Nicholson guy. Bill <laughs> ah. And he would always talk to the one kid that would look like an Indian, and he called him. Uh, what did he call him? Yellow hand because yeah. of his his yellow glove he had to wear. <laughs> Looks like a job for yellow hand. As long as the sun rises in the east, the great yellow hand shall clean out the menstrual box. (laughs) Yellow hand. And John, his name was John. Shut up, Bill. Yellow hand, me need you. (laughs) Lady have great concern about box full of blood. Oh, it was just awful. So we'd go in there. Never once did we think, hey, save these. But all of us wanted equal tips at the end of the night. We'd tip out equally. The kid who stayed the latest got a few extra dollars, but we'd work it out. The guy the closer was, and we were real equal about it. If you ever had to clean the lady box, uh, you automatically got the most tips that night. Like we'd divvy out the tips and it, that kid would win. It's like you're going to get an extra 10 or 15 bucks out of the tip pool. Yellowhand made good money. Yellowhand did right. But I used yeah. to love that. Oh, He's driving a Ferrari now. Oh, and Bill was always so... <laughs>
0: retired. Osborne
1: was so theatrical. He's like, like, What are you doing? <laughs> I need the assistance of one yellow hand. <laughs> Grab your weaponry, yellow hand. Let's go to the prairies where the blood flows. <laughs> ah. Much wampum you shall receive for cleaning. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. I'm not even an Indian. Yellow hand fight back. Strong warrior. Bill was a horrible human being. Anyway, these teenagers are collecting menstrual pads and tampons, and I think Brett's right on how they're getting them. Then yep. they drink the horrid mixture uh, in boiled water. Horde? The chemicals oh, Horrid. The, horde, I know. <laughs> yeah, used to sterilize the products for uh, human use give uh, those who drink the resulting concoction a feeling of flying and hallucinations. According to the Indonesian National Drug Agency,
0: Ugh. Jesus, Dude, just do a rail of coke and be exactly. done with it. Exactly, what
1: happened to the old? Uh, anyway, yeah. they use the pads they take from trash. They put them in boiling water. After it cools down, they wring them out and <laughs> <laughs> drink it. The boiled water plus the stuff, like tea bags. Oh,
0: we get it.
1: <laughs> Thanks, McMahon.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Johnny, oh, no oh. more. <laughs>
1: Uh, They choose to utilize unused items occasionally, uh, and they can still uh, do that. But when they grow desperate for the high, secondhand hygienic gadgets are taken from the garbage. So you can still get a high from just boiling them straight out of the box, or you can can get a high from boiling them from out of the other box. (laughs) What's inside sanitary products that actually gets kids high? To be honest, no one really knows. Tampons and pads are regulated and approved as medical devices.
2: Thalidomide. By the FDA. Is
1: that what that, that would be? Was? No woman's putting that in their <laughs> yeah. vagina. Yeah, Nobody's. I thought that was a the Can't they just? Yeah, all the, the babies came awesome. out with it. That's hey. why they. All the babies <laughs> <laughs> came out looking like Chinese throwing stars. Here, here it's in <laughs> what are you crazy. They're not going to put those back <laughs> in. Come on. No, come on. <laughs> so it's the chemicals that are in the in the pads. <laughs> yeah, they have little drones. Just drop DDT over them to <laughs> <laughs> get rid of all the pesticide stuff. You know, you can double up. You're an idiot. It's
0: Indonesia. You put don't mitomite. know. No, it's the it's Agent it Orange. Yeah, we put that back in there. So it's the chemicals in the in the pads. And in the it's gotta be. Yeah.
1: Why not just boil clean ones then? Well, that's what they said that they can, but it's hard to get them because more, more expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, you got to buy them, so it's harder for the Indonesian kids to
0: get a goddamn job. What <laughs> well, the hell's wrong now, with you? now you wouldn't go tight. in there and buy some pads. I would instead of instead of boiling used ones. It's wanted. embarrassing.
1: I would do what Brett said and just do a rail of coke. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm not that Spend the money. Yeah, manufacturers are not required to fully disclose what goes into. The, uh, the PADS, the companies have recently begun sharing more information of their uh, materials thanks to activists who are pushing for full transparency. Uh, don't you kind of want to know what's going on in there? One teenager confessed to uh, consuming the concoction early morning, afternoon, and night. He says it's a bitter flavor. Ah, come on. <laughs> uh, but it does make me feel like I'm flying. Indonesia's incredibly stringent drug laws are why teenagers turn to these types of methods. Because you'll get life in prison for marijuana. I'll take the chance. I will, too. (laughs) The boiling kills all the germs. I think I just get high on life. Yeah. Uh, They're captured with the modest amounts of drugs they can discover themselves. It's an automatic death sentence for almost every drug with just possession. Uh, The products they're utilizing here are legal. However, they're being utilized in a manner uh, that is like a drug. So they're thinking about making that. Like if you're a boy caught with a box of tampons, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Oof-ta. Man, this one says... uh uh
2: super, super grande gooch tea. Uh,
1: Supernato <laughs> described the procedure that the teenagers take in the mixture. They utilized the pads from the garbage and then the boiling water. They consumed it, and they would do it with straws oh! to get that. <laughs> oh! That gets worse. No. Uh, and then one of the guys... Uh, he named uh, Jimmy Ginting. Jimmy Ginting. I don't understand who began this. A supporter for the new group Safe Drinking in Indonesia he informs the Jakarta Post. There's no uh, law versus this until now. No law versus kids utilizing mosquito repellent, cold syrup, and now this. Oh,
0: they're strong Is that boba?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So. Yo, man, what you need? I got playtex. I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to get high? High? Wings is going to cost you more. Goddamn thing has wings, player. It's number five in Curtis Schumer.
1: Oh. You like a five? That's going to get you two You look grande. like a two. You a two. I need five Schumers. I need a five. <laughs> Man's running fives. He's the highest man I've ever seen. Playtex fives. <laughs> I got Playtex. Don't I got do 5 in.
2: player. First time.
1: I got some Dollar General stuff that will knock your ass down. <laughs> Generics.
2: And nobody can compete with me.
1: Yeah, I'm the best in town, baby.
0: Don't get high on your own supply. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. that, pal.
1: New Jack City. Not happening? They got a, a whole room of naked ladies down there just to make sure they're not muling, building tampons. You got Pookie yeah, and Pookie. Wesley Snipes up there. Uh,
2: you got Playtex. You got Kotex. I'll suck your. Pookie's p- shaking over in the corner.
1: <laughs> Keep your babies off the streets. I'll suck your d- tray. Get me some tampons.
2: Just stirring cauldrons. Uh, uh. A witch's brew.
1: So, again, high five, Brett. That, boom. You never have to worry. Brady, your kid's going to be sucking down some of that juice. Put it down. <laughs> Daddy, a boy at school just asked me for my used feminine uh, hygiene. Oh, I oh, no. How much are you getting? Hey, pretty penny. Break. Speaking of pennies, that's what the drink tastes like. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, God. In fact, that's my new nickname at school, pretty penny. Oh. Every 28 days, I'm rolling in dough. Red tide, I say. (laughs) All right, boys, we had a heavy flow in January. Who's up for the bidding war? Ugh. I wrecked my sheets. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Caught me off guard. Ticked down a pair of white shorts. I'll ring them out for the first kid gives me 30 bucks. It's a whole new 16 Candles oh it's just uh your kids are awful and i don't like any of them and now i have more reasons not to
0: <laughs> somebody it's requested awful. penny lane from the beatles for the wake up uh. song now <laughs>
1: how about ooh that smell yeah oh there you go we'll put that on the list it's just indonesian trash tampons I, again you gotta wonder who the first person to go you know there's chemicals in those that get you high how do you know trust me okay i'm in boil it how, do, how does that how does that crooked pot find a crooked lid to yeah. talk to i'm like sure you do that on your own a little bit and then you have the courage to like we're all good friends in this room but if i was boiling tampons i'm dying with that secret i'm never going to try to talk one of you into like guys you got to come over i go through the trash on fridays and i find old tampons i wring them out and boil up the water by then brady's already gone <laughs> what are you talking about listen to me this is great fun get a straw get one of the crazy straws it makes it more fun <laughs> You feel it yet? I don't know. We should be doing this. Just <laughs> hang out with me. You're gonna have fun. We're going. We're going flying. It's, it's better than the Bezos rocket. Woo! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's good tampons. Oh. <laughs> you ever try pads? No, I haven't tried pads yet. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Ready? You're dribbling a little bit there. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry about that. Ugh. I look like a Halloween vampire. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: Jolene Baker just emailed a oh. revolting morning conversation, fellas. Yeah, Well, Thanks for helping me keep my breakfast off the menu yeah, today.
1: Yeah, well, good. You know what? We saved you a little weight problem there. You can skip breakfast this morning. It's not me, it's those damn Indonesians. Don't get mad at me. Hate Indonesia. All of it. Until they straighten this up. But it's coming here. You're done. Like Toledo, I hope your kid wasn't listening, because that kid is going to be boiling water like awake. immediately. He ain't awake. Be boiling water like Glenn Close and Basic Instinct. There's going to be some boiling. <laughs> Anyway, well, again, go back to the old way of life and just walk into your kid's room this morning, smack smack him him in the head, and go, what in the hell were you thinking? What did I do? You were thinking thinking something something. stupid. (laughs) You were born. You were born. You're (laughs) alive. You're going to do something dumb. Steady mother's tampons. What are you talking about? Just don't ever, if I ever catch you. I don't know what's happening, Dad. (laughs) Just just raise your hand. I know what you're thinking. Are you
2: high right now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, You'd be like, good. Oh, good. He's got... Honey, I was in a kid's room last night and I went through his top drawer. What is it? Oh, we're good. He's just got coke and weed. (laughs) He's not doing any of that tampon nonsense.
2: You smell like pennies. You're
1: in trouble. Hey, you been at a copper bar? What are you talking about? Give me your hands. (laughs) What is that? What is this? You been finger painting? Oh, oh, no.
0: (laughs)
1: and seen anyway i hate your kids it's getting worse by the day that vasectomy of mine tell me what you imagine that though i mean brady you you're always like no you remember brady said that that day and the birds shot out of his ears no one will ever understand the love of a child (laughs) like oh that's disgusting you're a man you're in a room of men stop it (laughs) And then you raise that love and all that stuff. And then you go in the room and she's got a cauldron full of tampons she dug out of the trash so she oh. can suck it through a straw and get stoned. The love meter goes down a love little bit. The love meter's gone. I don't love anything that much. If I catch my mom. We all make mistakes, I John. I put her in. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm putting my mom in a home the second she's drinking out of a cauldron of tampons. <laughs> like, that's it, crazy lady. We're putting you in a house, and I'm not going to visit that often. I don't love... Anything. I'm getting a thousand dollars a gallon for this old man. You don't oh. get well. Then you've got enough to live somewhere else. You are not. You are, change your last name. This is embarrassing. Go run that shine in another house. <laughs> right. Yeah. You and Bo and Jesse and Luke get, get out. the hell out of here.
2: Run that jankum somewhere. Running
1: your red shine. <laughs> Daddy won't let me live here, so I had to move into the haystacks apartment complex. <laughs> make my brew. Hey, it's day twenty-seven. Maybe if I, I can get a little extra, a little extra for the boys, you know. I don't love anything that much. That's third eggs. I think I dropped a few more than a chicken normally would. That's a lot of sloughed off inner lining. I
2: don't know if I have any left.
1: I'm dry, boys. All right, you got to wait till February. Right after the Olympics, we should have another brew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Get into the designer stuff. Now, Daddy loves you. I just need you to stop doing that thing. (laughs) That thing. I don't love anyone that much. The only kid I would love is the one selling the tampons. So if Kirby's in the sales department, yeah, like, he's you know, an entrepreneur. You're smart. You're uh, just <laughs> taking advantage of the dummies like that. Good on you. Anthony wants to know: Is it like? Is it like
0: a fine wine? Does it get better with age? <laughs>
1: oh. Is it Jeffrey Epstein to want like the? Would it be like a, a like a delicacy to get the first one? Oh. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Donnie says, John, look forward to our entry in Playdio 2022 as Uh. Indonesian Trash (laughs) Tampons. We are
0: the
1: Trash Tampons.
0: (laughs) Two, three, four.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty horrible. Doug Hopkins just texted over, WTF. I'm going to get checked. (laughs) I added one part of that. Jolene he wasn't says, really that surprised. He just said, I'm going to go get checked. It's early. No lines.
2: Jolene says, you're going to have to talk to your friends at Copper Blues because I don't oh, think I'm ever going God. there again.
1: Oh, I'm with you. That <laughs> copper stink is rough. Anyway. And I think Doug Hopkins may have jinxed killed Meatloaf last night because I have not had a conversation about Meatloaf in ages. And Doug said the best Meatloaf. And we weren't talking about the singer. He said he went to, we were talking about Palm Springs and stuff. He goes, best Meatloaf I've ever had is in Palm Springs. And I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, I went to a restaurant, a steakhouse, beautiful steakhouse, and I, meatloaf was uh, special, and I said the best meatloaf I've ever had. I'm like, I haven't talked about meatloaf ever with anyone, Doug texts John the name. Yeah, I it's Sullivan's. It's okay. Sullivan's. And we laughed about it and whatever. And then when I saw the news, like, Doug killed meatloaf. Nobody talked about meatloaf. It was in the air last night. And then we got our fine dining, and then it was eight courses, which is unreal. And then the last course is you, you sip out of this cauldron of, uh, like, it's like some sort of sangria. I don't know. There was stuff floating in it look like napkins yeah it looked like napkins I'm like what is this some sort of trash no. and the guy goes but uh, it's a delicacy where I come from from the region of uh, Jakarta oh jeez <laughs> he's a sommelier of tampon juice the Jakarta tea was really good that yeah, was really that last one Feel a little floaty <laughs> Sky Roden. talking about
0: reboots new show Woman starts selling illegal drugs call it Breaking Pad <laughs>
1: alright <that's> <laughs> right. close it right there that's solid well done that's a champion's run right there. Nice job. You're hired as a rider for the minute. Uh, all right. What do you want on the uh, big board of musical treats? <laughs> hey, wow. We, yeah. Sorry, guys, over
0: at Action Ride Shop after that conversation. Why? but You want to oh, feel like you're flying uh,
1: on a bike? Yes.
0: Well, Action Ride Shop's the place to do it. They got uh, everything in stock for you, Santa Cruz, Pivot. And if you're not into the bike side, they head on over to the snow side. They got all the skis, ski boards, boots, bindings, whatever you need. Action Ride Shop's got you done. Di- Got gotcha. you <laughs> dialed in. <laughs> too hot, too hot. This is your cauldron, huh? <laughs> too hot. ActionRideShop.com. He's good brew. Or <laughs> stop in and visit him over there on Gilbert and Southern. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> That's good menstrual
1: cycle. <laughs> oh, God. Last Can't minute addition to wine. it, Chevelle the oh, Red. I hate your kids. I hate your kids. Sorry, I'm not with the Red. Yeah, oh, somebody, stop it, you guys. Somebody requested that one. I shouldn't have done that. Um,
0: Let's see here. Uh, Soundgarden, Big Dumb Sex,
1: Deftones, Pantera, All right, Anthrax, STP. Nicholas just said, do you think it's like orange juice where some people like it with and without pulp?
0: Because oh. it's cotton. It's yeah. going to
1: leave some
2: pulp. I'm going pure premium.
1: <laughs> uh. I don't care, Brett. I'm not looking at the list.
0: Uh, Since the tool shows tonight, let's do prison sex. That's up on the list.
1: So this changes the whole meaning behind the Pladio band Blood Eagle Army. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it's Tool tonight, Tool Show. And we just played a little Tool, but nothing wrong with doubling up on that. Right. We psych you up for the big show this evening, Tool. Uh, they're not afraid uh, to do a show live, Rage Against the Machine, you hard-ass bastards that go against every norm that they stomp that government down. None of it's any good unless it's the stuff you agree with lockstep, and then you're just going to fall in line like a good little soldier. Way to go, Rage. I like Brady's name better. Comply with the machine. <laughs> Comply completely and utterly with the machine. Never question the machine. But you guys weren't going to get that. It's pathetic. We're protecting our fans. I thought your fans were a bunch of hard-ass dudes that would fight off anything. No, it was the uh, crew
2: backstage. They Maybe they had a...
1: Yeah, It's appropriate that Adele and Rage have the exact same story today. Neither of them can go on because they're so sad about you know, the cold that they might get if they play. It's cold and flu season. Rage against the machine is uh, not going to go out there for that. We'll rage when the weather is better and we're properly rested.
0: <laughs> we'll
1: rage. <laughs> That's when later. we plan-, we'll plan on raging later. Right now, I'm a little bit under the weather and I'm t- I'm sleepy, to be honest. Uh, not much in the mood for raging right now. Just more r- relaxing with the machine.
2: Some Someone requested, yeah. I saw red by warrant. Yeah, right.
1: who was that? <laughs> Broomhead?
2: No. Okay. I
1: hope Broomhead does a few minutes on this on KTAR. He might. He won't. Are you kidding? The KTR audience would lose it their It might mind. be in the top five. You think it would be? That, that kid, that <laughs> that 12-year-old that tells yeah. Broomhead the news, and then he starts going, yeah! <laughs> Oops, sorry about that, everybody. I like that segment. He has a 12-year-old boy reading headlines, and then Broomhead bitches about it for a few minutes. It's great. That's good radio. Broomhead gets it. and a 12-year-old boy, and then I yell at him for reading me the news. <laughs> It's, it's It reminds me of when I used to have to read uh, at Sunscapes, I think it was called, when I had to read the newspaper to blind people, my first job in radio. It's great. Because, you know, you'd get questions later. It would go out as a broadcast, and I didn't have any access to it, and then there would be, like, index cards asking me about the thing I read from blind people. Like, they couldn't do any research, so I'd read the newspaper— to the blind, and then I'd leave, and I'd come back, and there'd be like a Q&A, like a big stack of index cards. And, Remember that thing you talked about? I'm like, you yeah. well, you want me to read it again? It was yesterday. I'm reading today's paper. And then I was just relegated to reading the comics because <laughs> <laughs> I would do voices for the stories. I didn't know you weren't supposed to. You should read the funny papers. Okay. And I did that, and I was a hit, a smash hit with the blind. <laughs> Number one with the blind. This boy reading the funny papers is fantastic. Beetle Bailey's his best. And I would, like, and Beetle, uh, Beetle tells the fat guy, So, boss! And I would do one of those things. Oh, he's brilliant. He paints the picture. And then I realized, they don't pay you to do this. Is volunteer work? Adios, blinds. <laughs> Figure it out. I thought I was getting a check for that. I had to go through an interview and everything. It was just volunteer work. What am I talking to the boss for every day? There's no boss if you're not paying me. I just show up when I show up. I am the boss. I really don't think I like the way he's. 12 hours a day, I was. We sat in a couple meetings. I'm like, what's going on? This guy's yelling at me. Payday will make all this worthwhile. There's no payday. (laughs) Volunteer work. Why? There's braille. I'm going out of my way for them. So long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know what the worst part of that one is? I just stopped showing up. No call. I wasn't really an employee. Turned out I stopped volunteering. And now I read the paper to the blind every day. Same thing. This is exactly the same thing. The <laughs> Broomhead does it. Everybody on the radio is reading to the blind. Yeah. There's no visual. Uh, and tonight, Singing to the Blind, Tool. Uh, the show, uh, but this one wasn't ever postponed, was it? This isn't a redo. This is a... They planned I, think it was,
0: it? I think it was postponed. Once. Was it? Okay. I think
1: once. I don't remember that. So many did. But
0: only once. Not like rage. where yeah, it's, it's, rage. it's three, it's four still times. a
1: little chilly. we we'll are come out after... If it's 60 or higher, we'll be... Well, then we'll rage. Arr, slap you in the face. <laughs> Slapity slaps. We're raging. <laughs> I'm a tough guy. My name come is on! Zach. I'm rage. Arr, oh, 58 man. degrees, Zach, and there's a, there's a cold and flu going around. Ooh, cancel it. We can't rage in that kind of danger, danger. <laughs> No, I don't want to. Whatever it you is. want it? Uh, what is it? I don't <laughs> want to know.
0: I went to Action Ride Shop in Indonesia. All they sold were menstrual cycles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Indonesian menstrual cycles nice job at right. Action Ride Shop. That's funny. <laughs> we got the, uh, the Pivot. It was mountain bike. It's <laughs> a great bike. This here's a child's bicycle, and over here is the Indonesian menstrual cycles. <laughs> What's well, just a bucket. Oh, yeah. I'll take the flow model. That's a five-gallon bucket. How do
0: you call that a cycle? Oh, Oh, yeah, you'll see. And everybody's all over it. Action Ride Shop should have an offer every 28 days, half off any blood-red bike, <laughs> a.k.a. the menstrual cycle.
1: <laughs> Why half off, though? Just, you know, don't break the bank here. Let's just do a 20% deal. Yuck. Nice oh, job, Oh, The red thing. Kids in Indonesia. It's all bad. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. And he <laughs> next,